Welcome to the Truth For Your 20s podcast. My name is Katie, and everything I do is to be who I needed when I was younger. And if I was 20 today, I would want someone who spoke the truth wrapped in love and also knew how to make TikToks. So that's exactly what I'm doing over here and having conversations with all of my favorite people from the internet. Okay, I just made that up. What do y'all think? So I have like a fancy little intro with music or whatever, but I feel like we're going to go with that for the foreseeable future. And with that, I also want to read you guys a review of the week. So I have been trying to reach a goal of 250 reviews on iTunes because I know you hear this all the time on podcasts, but it really, it like, it really just helps other people find it. It helps it rank in Google and in podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And so I really appreciate you guys helping reach that goal. We are at 173 because you are amazing. And I want to start giving a shout out to the people who are leaving wonderful reviews. I mean, it's so kind of you to leave a review. So I want to give you a shout out on the podcast. And this review of the week is from Effie Collins. Hey, Effie, you're the best. This says, I was following Katie on TikTok for a bit before I realized she had a podcast. When I heard her mention it on a video, I listened right away. Over the past few weeks, I've listened to probably 50 episodes while painting and working out, and I enjoy it so much. She has great advice, and her guests share insight into things I'm genuinely curious about and seeking advice on as a 21-year-old girl who just started finding God about a year and a half ago. Uffy, I love you. How kind of you to take time to leave this sweet review. I love that I was able to hang out with you in your earbuds as you paint and worked out. That's so fun. Like we're basically gym workout buddies, <laughs> but to everyone who leaves a review, like I, I so, so, so appreciate it. I'm going to start being better about going, doing these reviews of the week. And we'll also share them on Instagram. I of course don't know your Insta handle, but if you do the extra step and give me a screenshot and DM me, I will see that obviously you love that review much more likely to choose you as a review of the week. And we'll also give you a shout out on Instagram. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Oh, wait, one more thing before we do this. So this is a short episode. Don't worry, you guys. But this is just funny. There's something called Chartable on podcasts on whatever. It ranks all the podcasts and it tells you how you rank through the different categories you're on, the different countries, like all this kind of stuff. So mine is ranked as a Christian podcast and it shows you like, all over time. So since the beginning of this podcast to now, like how I've ranked, uh, I've never ranked in the U S that's okay. <laughs> There's a lot more competition, but this is a fun fact. Uh, at one point we were 16th in great Britain. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. So shout out to charting in great Britain. Uh, next is Hungary. Hey, Hey, if you're in Hungary and then Nigeria, I, Oh, hey, I don't know. I can't explain it, but I thought that that was fun facts. (laughs) And thank you to anyone in Great Britain, Hungary, and or Nigeria, and all of you who listen everywhere else. Just anyway, I found that out the other day that Chartable helps you rank, understand how you rank and where you rank. And there's probably some method behind understanding that and probably how I can rank higher. I will figure that out. But in the meantime, there's some fun facts about how we're doing. And now here is our conversation with Arlena Jackson. Today, I'm speaking with Arlena. She is a career coach, among other things. Her target is also young women in college, and she has some wisdom to answer that age-old question when you're at the dinner table and the grandma says, hey, honey, what's next? She will help you come up with those questions. So welcome to the podcast. Hey, Katie, how are you? I'm good. I love your energy. I'm excited about this conversation. 
So in a nutshell, can you give us a little background about the amazing things that you are doing? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, thank you for inviting me to come and hang out with you today and all your 20-something-year-old young women, especially our college women and those who are in sororities. I speak your language as a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, Sorority Incorporated. Yes. So um, what (laughs) what I've got going on here, ladies, is that I am the number one career coach to college women simply because I was once a college woman and like many of you struggled with the imposter syndrome and um, was able to overcome it, right? I was my very first client and my last role in corporate America was director of global communications at Salesforce. I've also worked with IBM, with NASA and Emerson. I'm on my second passport, having traveled the world, helping to grow global communications award-winning teams. And now for the last five years, I've had the honor of working with college women who get not one, not two, but at least on average five to six job offers paying top dollar for internships and or jobs when you work with me. And that is my purpose. And I will spend the rest of my life advocating for each of you and working with you to get that top job you desire and deserve. Girl, preach. I'm so excited. You're so fun. All right. So you said you you were your first client. I love that. I want to hear more about how you kind of overcame imposter syndrome and what all you've worked through. Right. So, I mean, hey, we all are born with a gift, but more importantly, courage is our birthright. Courage is our birthright. And so what made the difference for me was the day that I decided to bet on myself, right? And to step out on courage and to simply ask, to simply ask. And then once I did that, I committed to becoming a lifelong learner. I hear so many young women talking about a mentor, a mentor. And yes, while a mentor is great, when you are thinking about your career and starting your career, it's very important to put together your professional development board of directors. Each young woman needs to have a professional development board of directors. Your parents are your first members, right? Your second member is, yes, a mentor. And a mentor is someone who is willing to help you shorten your learning curve, and they will guide you and give you advice. The next critical person is going to be a sponsor. A sponsor is someone who has resources and they are willing to do just that, sponsor you and make certain that you are in the room and that your future employers not only know you, but they know your name and your career aspirations. The third person is someone who can be an advocate. That means that they are sitting at tables and they are not afraid to advocate for you right? And to push you forward, be it your professor, someone who is connected to these companies that you want to work with, or someone that you absolutely know who is a person of influence, who's normally five to six years, sometimes 10 years, your tenure. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about that professional development board. And when we see successful people, they all have them. We all have them because no one wins alone. It is our village and that professional development board that helps to have our help our goals and aspirations become a reality. It's so true. And that the circle, the people you surround yourself with, I've heard it said, like, if you want to see your future in five years, look at the people you're surrounding yourself with. Oh, man. And you're so intentional about it. I love that. What's your story of helping yourself overcome all of these things and working through imposter syndrome? 
Yeah, so my story is this. Um, when I started my career, I was scared straight to open my mouth and even make a contribution because I felt everyone else around me was so smart. They knew more than me. Surely they had worked longer than me. And who was I to come to the table and make recommendations or to really kind of open up and talk about what my aspirations were, right? Yeah. And so I spent, you know, the first five years of my career suffering in silence yeah. and just going through the motions and showing up because I thought that it was literally all about whoever worked the hardest was the one who would be rewarded, period. All I have to do is work hard and osmosis will kick in and I'll be promoted. I'll get the you know opportunities that I want. Well, I was wrong. I was wrong. And um, I used to deal with what you call the Sunday scaries a lot. You know, because Sunday meant the weekend was ending and I'd have to go back to work and I'd have to wear the mask and try and be this person and this this pressure that I was putting on myself um, and trying to prove. And I did not have to do that. And so one day, one of my mentors, Christine T out of Singapore, who was working with me, she gave me some wisdom and I never, ever stopped using it. She said, you need to stop asking for permission and start doing Stop asking for permission and start doing. And any woman or man that is in leadership and that is an executive who is worth their salt, they understand that a great leader begets leaders. So they are looking for the next leaders. They are looking for the next generation. And I simply started to show up for myself because courage was my birthright. And I started to ask what I rightfully deserved. And I started to also make certain that my manager knew that I was interested in stretch assignments that would stretch my skill sets because we oftentimes think that it's about the degrees and things of that nature. And although that is a great start. It simply opens the door to your career, but it does not elevate your career. Your skills is what's going to elevate your career. And so I had to start asking my manager for stretch assignments to basically grow my skill set so that when opportunities became about, one, he knew what my interest was, and two, I had the skills to be able to step into those roles. So it was simply me understanding that I needed to be intentional, I needed to stop hiding and that if I would do my part and act courageously in doing that, so many people surrounding me wanted to see me win. Man, I love the stretch assignments. I've never even heard that title and I love it. And so so many of us want to take the easy road and like, oh, you know, I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. I don't want to do. And you are intentionally going to your manager. Hey, I want to be challenged. Get it. Yes. <laughs> so talk to me about a girl um, let's see, maybe she, she hasn't, she's still like, you know, a, a low end job, um, hasn't necessarily even maybe even graduated college or, or maybe an entry level job. What would that look like? What that conversation look like with a superior of, I want to grow. Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, she'll need to do what I call her own personal audit and be honest with yourself, understand what the growth ask is. And the only way you can do that is by doing your own personal and professional audit. So you look at, okay, one, I have an array of experiences that come from me being inside of the classroom, right? Project management is one. Time management is two. Those are skills that come from just showing up every day on time, going to class, and project management comes from you taking on assignments and things of that nature. Now, what you're looking for is how do I grow my critical skills? 
I know I can offer you project management. I know I can offer you time management. Now I'd like to grow critical skills and analytical skills. So be clear on what you bring to the table, the areas of opportunity, which is just simply your growth, right? And then share that with your manager. And don't forget to always say, I am confident that I can be a value add to your team. Watch this, ladies, because I am coachable, teachable, and flexible, right? That is the music. That's music to the ears of a hiring manager or anyone who needs your your support. I'm writing this down. Coachable, flexible, and teachable. Yes. I'm always like, we need to put this on t-shirts. That's one of those things. I'm like, we need to put that on (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. Or at least write it on your bathroom mirror in the morning to see, to re- remind yourself too, because I think that we all, those are good words. Sure. I, I want to live by that, but, but are you, and are you living by that? And are you showing your manager that are you showing your roommates or your, your people you're in relationship with? Like it, we're either growing or we're dying. Right. And so continually Correct. growing and learning. And I, I think that that's so valuable a life lesson, but especially as it retain as it pertains to a career for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you had this you know, I realized you, you needed to kind of step out of your comfort zone. You're growing and obviously you did well for yourself. Tell me about the transition to doing what you're doing now. Okay. So that's a very good question. Um, my late mother was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, long story short, and um, 2016, and she was given less than six months to live. And that was a gut punch because here I was the successful corporate America executive making, you know, very good money, six figures plus awesome bonuses traveling the world. But one question remained, if this was me with this diagnosis, would I be dying empty or would I be dying full? The richest place in the world is the graveyard because so many people took books and their talents to and cures for cancer and everything to the graveyard with them because they, one, didn't have the courage to bet on themselves, right? And Mm -hmm. so I decided that I'm going to leave corporate America and do end of life with my late mother. And of course, when she transitioned August 31st of 2017, which yesterday made five years, when she transitioned... Um, I realized that I could no longer go back to corporate America because there was a young woman by the name of Samantha Ferlin who walked into my office um, during my tenure as house director at Delta Gamma UC Berkeley. And she said to me, I am stressed. I don't know how I'm going to get an internship or a job. I swore her to secrecy and said, I will help you, but you must not tell anyone else. And when you know, that not only did her coming in for the career coaching and working with me one-on-one get her an internship, but Zurich said to her, you did so well that we're going to just offer you a full-time job, no interview needed, go back to school, get your degree. We're going to pay you to go back to school. So your, your benefits, right, will kick in right now your senior year. You're basically being paid to go back to school. And then when we did her final negotiations package, we were able to get her at least $20,000 more than what they offered her. And she talks about how, had she not been coaching, she would have left that monies on the table. I'm proud to say that she is now a big time vice president. She's less than 25 years old and she's making well over 200,000 all because she took the courage and betted on herself and, you know, went through career coaching. I quickly knew then that this pain that I experienced years ago in corporate America and how I had overcome it and had become a successful executive, 
I knew then that it was the pain to propel me to my purpose to come back and to help college women. That's how I ended up being a full-time career coach. And Samantha is one of many young women who have similar success stories. Wow. I love, man, that's amazing. (laughs) She walked in and said, hey, will you help me? And you sure enough did. (laughs) Yep. And then the line started coming because she told everybody, she told all of her sisters of Delta Gamma and all the other young women in Pan Hale. And the lines were just wrapped around my office for support and for help. I mean, college women, particularly those who are in sororities that I work with and specialize in helping are so brilliant and so smart and, and full of ambition, right? Yeah. We all just need at times a chance and a champion. And it's my honor to be able to do that. This is so helpful. I wonder if you can maybe just give us some tips for a young woman transitioning, maybe looking for an internship or a job or, or switching in between jobs. Like what are some of those practical steps to get her on the right path? I love this question. And what I'm first of all going to say is I want you to remember that number one, you are enough. You are enough. And then number two, I want you to take this with you and understand that companies no longer hire people. Companies hire solutions to their problems. Mm -hmm. Companies hire solutions to their problems. So in order for you to present yourself as a solution to someone's problem, I'm going to give you an example of a professional introduction that you can do, which will not only wow your future employer, but it will definitely set you aside. So let's say that Katie is an executive at IBM and Katie is hiring for the position of public relations specialist. And Katie has just asked me to share a little bit about myself. All right. Share a little bit about yourself, (laughs) ma'am. Well, first, Katie, I'd like to say thank you so very much for giving me this opportunity to interview with you today. Um, As you know, my name is Arlena Jackson. I aspire to be a global communications executive with IBM. In my spare time, I enjoy playing roller derby and also taking long walks in nature. One day, Katie, my legacy will be the innovative solutions that I am able to contribute to IBM as well as the customers that you serve. Mm, Drop the mic. (laughs) (laughs) So ladies, I want you to rewind, play this over and over and over. And if you notice in that very first sentence, I said, I aspire. That sentence is critical because it says to Katie that I'm looking for a long-term partnership. In my second sentence, I humanize myself by sharing what I enjoy. And in my third sentence, I was able to debunk Right. Sometimes that that uh, thought process where people think that 20 year olds are only driven about themselves. I was able to debunk that and was able to say, here is what my legacy will be. And it shows that you are someone who is uh, mature and that you understand that you are in this world to make the world a better place. So I want you all to save that. I want you to play it over and over because companies like Facebook. Google, L'Oreal are all companies that young women I've worked with are working at, and they all use this professional introduction. They were able to wow their future employer. That is such good practical advice and just, you know, to the point, effective. Uh, You're very kind, very like making best use of the interviewee's time, um, interviewer's time. Anyways, I I think that's that's super great advice. Um, One more question. Could you maybe like 
I know so many young women are, what am I going to do with my life? You know, it's scary. Do I want to do this degree or that degree? And um, what if I graduate and I have the wrong degree? And, and there's so many big questions about what do I want to do with my life and putting all my eggs in one basket kind of kind of thought, do you have any advice or pointers on navigating the best option for the best person? Is that You know what I mean? Absolutely. So really what this thing is about when you're in your 20s is it's about taking a deep breath yeah. and knowing that all is well, everything's going to be okay. And the question that you should always ask yourself when you find yourself at odds and trying to figure it out is what is the next best step yeah. that I should take? What is the next best step that I can take? And then you focus your energy on that and always to take with you and know that no is a good thing. When you hear the word no, it should signal you right away that it simply means next opportunity. Yeah. Next opportunity. And if you're able to do that, what is my next best step? And even if I receive a no, it simply means next opportunity. You are going to be okay. Your 20s are all about exploration and getting as many skills as you possibly can to get in your toolbox so that when you are matriculating, you'll be able to have those skills to fall back on. That's so good. I reminded my first job, one of my bosses said something that rings in my mind often. And it was it was a sales job. And so he said, when you hear a no, don't be bummed about it. Get excited because statistically, that just means you're closer to your next yes. And I was like, yes, good wisdom right there. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah. Well, you give so much good wisdom as it relates to just practically First of all, overcoming imposter syndrome. I love what you said that, you know, your voice matters. You have incredible things to add to this world. And then practically how to, how to interview and how to, you know, share that with a potential employer. I wonder if you could answer our classic question. I ask all my guests, if you could have coffee with your 20 year old self, what would you say? So, yeah, if I could have coffee with my 20 uh, year old self, I'd say, baby, (sighs) sip it slow and enjoy the ride. You're going to be okay, girl. You're going to be okay. Because so many times we go through life moving so fast. We never take the time to sip it slow and to enjoy the journey. That's all we're responsible for doing. And I encourage every young woman who is listening to this to sip life slow and enjoy the journey. I love it. Well, Arlena, such a pleasure to virtually meet you and to share your wisdom with our audience. I'm so thankful for everything that you shared today, and I can't wait to share this episode. Sounds great. And I'd like to say this to you. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Thank you for the community that you serve. It's an honor to have been here with you today. I'm going to be sharing a link. So if you are interested in that professional introduction, and you would like to have that actual script, all you have to do is click the link that Katie will be sharing and you will be able to receive that instantly. And I know that it is going to take you to higher heights just as it has for so many other college women like yourselves. Be great, ladies. Yay, we'll put that in the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, the job offers and negotiating your master salary link that Arlena was talking about is in the show notes. So make sure you click on that before you finish this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for hanging out with me in your earbuds. And I hope that you have a wonderful week.